Hey, good morning, team. <clears throat> Happy Friday. So don't let the topic of today's conversation uh, turn you off immediately if you're not a parent, because I think there's going to be some applicable uh, skills and transferable information you can take away, even if you're not a parent. So um, the topic today was basically inspired by some events that happened to me just a few days ago. Uh, it's called Dealing with the Meltdown. Uh, it's a success, a success story from me, a proud papa. So if you don't know me very well, uh, I have two kids. My oldest is two years old. And for the parents out there, you already understand what I'm probably going through. We're dealing with tantrums and meltdowns and definitely big emotions. And I'll be honest with you right now and say that how I've dealt with those instances, those meltdowns so far has been less than optimal. But yesterday, actually two days ago, was different. And the skills I used in that instance are transferable and applicable even if you're not a parent. For the last five months or so, I've had numerous reps of trying to defuse my son's tantrums. And after reflecting on my journal entries the next day, I realized I was less than proud of how I responded to his behavior. So much so that I reached out for coaching and help. I had read a few books, I found a professional, and I enrolled in a parenting class. But two days ago, I successfully implemented several of the tactics. And I'll report that I've never felt more proud of myself and my journal the next day took a 180 degree turn. I realize probably most of the folks reading this aren't parents, but I'm sharing it because I'm fascinated by organizational culture. And I believe the tactics I successfully implemented for a toddler can be implemented for adults just as effectively. Once the tantrum began, I took some key actions that were in my control. One, I mentally prepared I knew that what I was going, what I was working on before, had to go on pause to give my full attention to this situation. Two, I focused on breathing. I needed to remain calm and in control, so some deep nasal breathing to regulate my physiology prepared me for the work ahead. Three, I implemented empathy. I let my son know I was sorry we had to implement consequences and was sincere and not condescending. I tried to see the situation from his point of view. Four, I focused on action, not words. In the heart of the moment, a two-year-old isn't listening to a lecture, let alone understanding it. So instead, I removed him from the location and object of the meltdown and implemented a consequence of spending quiet time with me in his room. I didn't talk to him about it. I didn't lecture it. I just showed him via action. Five, I communicated next steps. I let my son know as soon as he was calm and ready to return, we could get back, we'd go back together to the scene of the crime, and I would wait quietly with him until that time. And six, finally, I ended on a positive note. As soon as he stopped crying and yelling, I extended the, the olive branch, per se. I said I'd love to give you a hug and go back to our activity. I made myself vulnerable and put my pride aside and reached out to him with uh, a physical gesture to let him know that no matter what happened, I always loved him. And the net result, he laughed, we hugged, and we went back as if nothing had happened. And most importantly, I was proud of myself. So next time you argue with your partner or someone at work, 
are there principles here that you can use to help keep your goals on track? I know I feel like I have skills that can be used in other disciplines, and I look forward to getting in more successful reps. Report back. Let me know how it goes, gang. And I'll talk to you soon.